Hello. So I know it's been a few weeks since I have uploaded a podcast. I actually recorded one the week after my last episode, and it got deleted um, really immediately and randomly, and I didn't click anything. It just fully got deleted, and that really frustrated me. So I didn't want to re-record it that day, and the next day, I just got such a strong, intuitive no to record. And that had been happening for quite a few weeks now until right now. Um, I am currently sitting in a hotel room. It is my one, two, three, four, five, my sixth hotel or Airbnb in the past three weeks. (laughs) So... I think that is just the universe really looking out for me by deleting the podcast right before all of this travel and surrender and moving came up. Because if I put that out and then I didn't share with you everything I'm experiencing now, it would have really been missing some really, really helpful tips and and things that I've learned in these past few weeks. So I'm sitting in a hotel room. I no longer live in Portland and I am flying. I'm leaving my brand new car here, which broke down and I'm flying to San Diego tomorrow. So it has been a whirlwind, but I am officially and finally moving to my dream home. I've been dreaming about this since I was a little girl and it is here. It is here. I will be there tomorrow. So in this episode, I'm going to break it up. I'm going to share with you how I've flowed through moving. Um, In the past, it was so, so, so easy. And I'm going to share that part with you at the beginning. And that's an important part because energy is everything, right? So when you're listening, if you're like rolling your eyes, like Alicia, everything's so easy for you. I promise you it's not. That that energy of flow and surrender, we all have that in some area of your life. Just for me, it was in travel and moving. It, it came naturally at first. But let me tell you, these past three weeks have been a roller coaster. And I'm going to share with you how I've really managed to create peace and calm and just surrender to where life and my intuition is guiding me. Sit back, grab a cup of tea or coffee or whatever you like to drink. I've been really loving watermelon juice lately and enjoy. Also, if you enjoy this episode, please leave me a rate and a review so that I know you're listening and I know that you want more and feel free to send it to any friend that you think it might support in their journey of life. What's up, guys? My name is Alicia McNeil, and I'm here to help you reclaim your power and attract the life you've been dreaming about to you. From manifestation, mindset, healing, and energetic superpowers, I believe we are all magical beings waking up to the reality that we get to choose what we feel, what we experience, and what we create in this world. Upgrading what's no longer working for us that we can create a ripple effect of love and healing out into the world. I hope this episode adds some inspiration, laughter, and magic to your day. We're waking up. Let's do it together. Hey. 
Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to The Flow Diaries, part one, flowing while traveling and moving. So I've always flowed when it comes to moving. And by flow, I mean really just like riding the waves of life like an ocean. If you're surfing in an ocean, you ride the waves, right? Some are big and and strong. That could be like stress or chaos in life. And then they get really calm and you just ride them. That's what I'm talking about when I when I refer to the flow of anything, okay? I just want to make that clear before we begin. I'm not talking about your moon cycle, okay? <laughs> Although you always could be referring to that. I'm not referring to that right now. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about traveling and moving, And like I said before, I've always flowed when it comes to traveling and moving, especially moving. And I'll just give some quick examples. Um, When I was moving to go to grad school, all I knew when I was graduating from my bachelor's degree was that I didn't want to get a full-time job. I knew I wanted to keep going to school, keep getting an education. So I applied to different schools, but I was never stressed about it. I was never worried about it. And I remember I found the school I wanted. I was like, all right, like um, I applied and I got in and I was just very like, I had this such a, this like mellow, casual energy to moving. And I think I found the place I was going to move to a couple weeks before we were going to move down. And then I found a roommate through a friend. It just kind of flowed my way. Um, Her name's Shaylee, and she's one of my best, best, best friends now. We have so much fun together, and she's one of those friends that just feels like a soulmate connection. Like We can go weeks, even maybe a full month, we, we would go without talking. And then she could just shoot me a message or I'll shoot her a message. And we're just so connected. And I want to point out that this is such a huge gift from the universe that I was gifted before I ever knew what manifestation was, right? Before I was ever consciously practicing these um, these tools that, that I like to teach you about and, and share with you. So... I I got Shaylee and and it wasn't until we started looking for places uh, during our second year that I realized how how nonchalant I was when it come to when it comes to moving and traveling because I noticed that other people that we were planning that I was planning to live with would get more stressed out or would look for like months in advance or would would talk about it so far in advance. And I was so used to just not worrying and being so casual and just like knowing with every cell in my body that I would find a place. Like I just was not worried whatsoever. And I thought that was the norm, right? Because I didn't know any differently. So that was my first like memory of that. And we always ended up finding, you know, such a perfect place to live. And after grad school, I had this feeling of, you know, I've always wanted to go out to California, but it doesn't feel like the time. So what am I going to do? And I I would go back and forth in my mind, kind of, but I just always came back to, I know it's going to work out. I know it's going to work out. And at this point in in my life, I was really looking for a deeper spiritual 
meaning and practice. So I started attending church uh, every Sunday, and I started practicing giving my worries over to God. So the point I'm making here is not necessarily um, asking you to become a Christian because I wouldn't necessarily categorize myself as that. But it's the act of giving my my worries over to something greater. And I noticed when I would practice that, everything just, it, it was like I took a, weighed, a weighted backpack off and I just laid it down on the ground and everything just flowed with so much more ease. And again, I didn't even know what manifestation was or energetics at this point in my life. So it's like two weeks before my lease is ending and I'm graduating and I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know where I was going to work. I didn't know where I was going to live. And I, I'm telling you, I was not stressed about it at all. Thank goodness, because I'm, I'm not this way with everything in life. <laughs> I feel very grateful that I just naturally was this way with traveling and career and stuff like that. So it finally just hit me one day that I wanted to moved down to Atlanta with with Shaylee, this friend of mine. She was moving down there and I just wanted to to go with her. It sounded like fun being in a new city and being with her. So I looked for jobs on that like job search finder um, and I wanted to work somewhere in fitness. So I started applying to all these different personal training positions and I wasn't even certified as a personal trainer, but I had exercised a lot. I knew a lot about the body. I had an exercise physiology certification and I was getting my master's in kinesiology and sport and exercise psychology. So it looked like I really knew what I was doing and I did, (laughs) Um, but I never took an actual personal training certification, but I was like, you know what? I feel like they would still hire me. And they did. I actually received a call within a couple hours of applying. And I remember they were so, so, so wanting me to come work for them. And this gym had a a couple different locations in the Atlanta area. And the location where my my, um, friend Shaylee was working was in Alpharetta. So the the closest location to that was this gym in Roswell. It was about 10 minutes away from her. And out of all of their gyms, I, I told them, this is the gym I'd like to work at. And they said, you know what? That's the one gym that we actually really need trainers at. We think you'd be perfect there. So within maybe about 48 hours, <laughs> I decided I wanted to move to Atlanta. I found a job that really wanted me, and I was hired And it was in a location right next to where the friend that I wanted to live with had a job as well. And I just want to pause the story here and share with you the energetics behind this. Energy is everything, right? Energy is everything, is everything, is everything. So So whenever we are creating something in life, creating an energy in our body around any area, we are going to attract that energy back. So notice how I was just naturally so casual, so nonchalant, trusting that it would work out, trusting that I'd be supported. And then it it worked out that way. It almost sounds like magic, right? Like things were just flowing and working and, and flowing. There was no stress or struggle or, um, like mental manipulation that would create like a dam in a river that wants to just flow, right? Or I wasn't trying to swim upstream to chase a boat 
to make things work out the certain way my mind thought it would happen. I was just following this inner knowingness of like, you know, although I feel like eventually I want to be in California, right now it really feels like I want to be in Atlanta. It really feels like this is the home I want to live in. It really feels like this is the person I want to live with. So then we go to Europe on a little celebration for graduating grad school. And when we're in Europe, we um, I, I went with Shaylee and an, another one of our friends, Catherine and, and Shaylee's sister, and it was so fun. It really makes me miss going abroad, reminiscing right now. <laughs> but hopefully we'll all be able to do that soon. And when we were abroad, we didn't have a plan. We didn't have, we, we had a, like a little bit of a plan. We knew we wanted to go to Ireland for a certain number of days, London for a certain number of days, and Paris for a certain number of days. But we just flowed the whole trip. And I think quite a few people do that abroad. It was so much fun. We had a lot of challenges come up while we were abroad. For example, originally we were going to rent a, rent a car um, on the east side of Ireland and drive to the west side of Ireland. But when we got there, we found out that we weren't allowed to rent a car. I can't remember why. It might have been our age or the fact that we weren't from that country. And then we found, you know, a bus and everything just was flowing our way. I, I, I get this image of like working in like a, a factory, like little elves in, in the Christmas factory. And it's like everyone has their part and it just is like piecing together this perfect trip, this perfect puzzle. And you're not worrying about anything until it comes to be your your turn to put the piece on the assembly line. That's how it was when we were traveling. And I know a lot of people do this when they're abroad, but if you haven't ever done it and you're interested in doing it, my my suggestion for you is to have a general idea of where you want to go and where you want to stay, but just really allow yourself to drop into the fun and active surrender of being abroad and, and seeing where life takes you. I think I think a lot more people are familiar and comfortable with this because it's like, oh, I'm traveling. Like this is my vacation time. I I get to you know, just go with the wind whenever I'm abroad. Um, I know not everyone's like that, but it's really fun if, if you do do that. Um, but it's interesting to me that whenever we come back to regular life, that's not the case. And I've really been sitting with that and, and feeling into that and how in the past, and I still can catch myself sometimes, is waiting for a then to like fully live and embrace life. Like I used to always wait for like one time a year to really, really love life and live life and let go of my worries and just live and flow with where life takes me. If I was going on vacation or that was really it when I would go on some sort of vacation. And it's just... Really, I'm, I'm so glad I have that awareness now because I don't want to live like that. I don't think if I don't feel like I'm really, truly living, then I don't feel like I'm really, truly living. And I don't want to waste a single day or moment in that space. 
So the energy that I had abroad where I was in love with life and I was looking for the new and unexpected and I was allowing myself to be surprised and just flow with the challenges that come up knowing 100% that I am safe and I am supported and I will always have exactly what I need when I need it has transformed my life. And fast forward, we get home and we move, we find a place in Atlanta to live in. And I I had the same experience, like the exact same experience with going to grad school and going to Atlanta with moving to Portland. I had always said I wanted to move to California, but I visited my sister in October of 29 or 2018, I believe, two Octobers ago. And I fell in love with a man. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) That'd be cool. I fell in love with Portland. I was blown away. I loved it so, so, so much. And I knew that weekend that the following summer when my lease ended, I would move to Portland. So uh, months pass and it's time for me to find a place to live. And I shared this on an earlier podcast, so I'm not going to share it here. I think it was in my first or second episode with how I found my apartment in Portland, but it's a really magical story if you want to go back and listen. I essentially had two weeks again to find a place and I was on the like apartmentfinder.com with my sister. We were like virtually looking at my screen and she was like, oh, you're going to want to live in this area of town. It's called the Pearl. And we clicked like apartments with air conditioning, apartments within my price range. And the one apartment that showed up that I wanted to live on, it was right on the water. It was beautiful. The next day, someone reached out to me on Facebook from this group I posted in and asked me if I wanted to sublease her apartment for the summer in that exact apartment. And... I said yes, and challenges did arise. She ended up being a very messy person, and the carpet was like black, and the bathroom, like, um, tub had like stained cat litter, and it smelled really bad. But again, I flowed with the challenges, and I kept trusting that everything was working out for me. And I know that that energy and that core knowingness and belief system is what has allowed me to have so much ease and to come back to ease whenever I do start to feel frustrated or afraid or worried. And I want you to know that tapping into this active practice of surrender does not mean that you need to wait until two weeks before you're going to (laughs) move. Because that's still what I ended up doing with with California, um, which I'm going to get to in a moment. But the point here to note is that I followed the feelings within me. And if a couple months before I was moving, it didn't feel like time to look for a place, then I just didn't. I looked when it felt like time, like in my core, And I just didn't worry about it at other times. Maybe my mind would wonder, where am I going to live and what is it going to look like? But I didn't worry. I just allowed myself to 
surrender and be supported and be guided. And still, I was not practicing manifestation actively, so I didn't really know I was doing this. It came very naturally to me. So I get to Portland, and my plan was only only to stay for the summer and then move down to California. But when it came time, again, like two weeks before my lease was ending, to move, I just like felt with every cell in my body that I needed to stay in Portland. And I didn't know why. And it bothered me because my mind really wanted to be in California. But when I felt into being there, it didn't feel right. It felt like I needed to stay in Portland. So notice the disconnect between my mind's desire and my body's intuitive wisdom. I've really, at this point, I was really beginning to actively listen to my body and trust my intuition and understand my intuition and listen to my intuition. So I listened and I ended up meeting some incredible girlfriends one day. And the the following day was the day I had to decide if I was staying or leaving. And after meeting them and, and then going to this event where I just got these waves of goosebumps the entire event, and I kept hearing the word community, 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 which I usually don't hear like words loud in my head. This is like one of the very few times that I've experienced that. I just knew at that point with every cell in my body that I had to stay. So I connected with this girl that I met and one of her housemates ended up moving out of her home and I ended up moving in and it was the most perfect home. We ended up calling in or attracting two other girlfriends to live in the home and it was one of the best years or best living situations that I've been in. It was just, I, I can see now why I stayed living there, why I, it was my job to stay in Portland for a year because I learned so much. I learned what it felt like to be really, really seen as myself. I broke my ankle and I had to stay home for a couple months. And in that time, I really connected to my intuition even more. And I slowed down and I overcame my work addiction. And I had all of this in introverted time to really connect with myself and deepen my self-love and all of these different things that I don't think was in the cards for me if I were to move to California. And that's not to say that I can't do that anywhere I go. Absolutely, I can. But I believe that I needed that year of self-growth to really step into my own and to really, really get clear on my purpose and my values and who I am, although every day I feel like I'm learning more about who I am. I'm sure we all are, right? 
because I had this idea in my head of what California is to me and my internal belief systems and way of being and living and thinking and acting didn't align at that time. But now it does. And it has been for a couple months now. So a couple months ago, I began feeling into living in California. I began visualizing living in California uh, only like once a week, maybe. Usually when I really want to call something in fast, I will visualize it and do all of my manifestation and energy practices in the same, uh, like every day. But this was just something that, you know, when they say like your desires are your destiny, this was something that I knew was coming. I just didn't know when. And it was fun to visualize and dream about and play and being in that space, being at the beach and all of that. So essentially for the past few months, I had been feeling more and more like it's coming soon. It's coming soon. Like I'm going to get a clear sign that it's time to move soon. And again, I want to make it clear that I wasn't focused on it all day long. I didn't have this like attached, like tight grip, stressed energy thinking and weighing the pros and cons all day long. I just knew that it was coming and I believed that and I trusted and I surrendered. I actively surrendered. I I told myself that everything's going to work out and it will come when it's time to come. That's actively surrendering. And that doesn't mean that I give up and play a victim to life. That is not surrender, by the way. Surrender is not saying, well, I desire this, but this is my reality, so fuck it. Active surrender in manifestation is knowing how you want to feel, knowing and feeling it in your body, but then surrendering, choosing to surrender when your reality doesn't look the way it feels within, the way you're creating it to feel within. So the reason that I kept feeling California coming sooner and sooner is because I was beginning to really feel it in my body, feeling like it's time. And I was just surrendering during the day to not obsess over it and to trust that it's coming, but still feeling it and holding the vision. That is active surrender. That is true manifestation surrender, which allows you to release the grip and allows you to receive. And a couple weeks ago, my housemates and I needed to leave the home for a couple days because something occurred and we had to leave spontaneously. So I ended up getting a hotel room. And when I was in the hotel room, oh my gosh, I had such an emotional wave hit me. I had this sense when I got to the hotel room by myself and I was away from the house and I was away from my housemates whom I love, that it was time. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is sad. (laughs) And there was also some drama going on in my life, which doesn't occur very often. So I had the weight of that um, in my body. So that night, it was so emotional. It was one of the most emotional nights I've had in a while. And 
I just remember holding myself as I cried and I breathed and I processed and I released. And I was just holding myself in that experience. To me, this feels in my body almost like I'm outside of my body. I'm like more as the awareness in the universe and I'm holding myself, like hugging myself when I go through an emotional experience. And I'm sharing this because if you want your own flow diaries, your own surrender experiment, your own life where you're following your intuition and not the mental stories or shoulds of what other people are doing that keep them very stagnant and stuck in fear, then you're going to have emotional waves, okay? (laughs) You are. Because what happens is old parts of us want to mourn. They also almost feel like they're dying, and, and the fear comes up too, right? Like, can I actually do this? Is the, am I actually worthy of this? And all of that. So I just was holding these parts of myself that was mourning leaving a home that I love, that was mourning old identities that were no longer serving me, but were still a part of me. Every version of yourself, every day you've lived, every life you've lived, that's a version of yourself. You just might not love it, like it, or want to be it anymore, but it's still within the body. So I was just letting these parts like cry and grieve. And I'm honestly really, really, really proud of myself in this moment because I hadn't felt that much weight in a long time being on my own. I was I, I I stayed on my own for that whole week. And I've actually been living on my own for about three weeks now, bouncing in and out of hotels, which is gonna come in a later part of, of these flow diaries. But the amount of waves and challenges and frustrations that have arised in the past three weeks, for me to handle all of that on my own and really be able to soothe my nervous system and not go back to any old behaviors, any old addictions, any old patterns, it just, it makes me want to cry. <laughs> it really does. I'm actually getting emotional right now talking about it because I feel so grateful and and thankful for myself, for myself doing the healing and the work that it takes to be able to handle any challenge or environment by myself. You know what it really is, is I feel at home in my body. (laughs) That's what it is. I, I am at home in my body and that means that no matter where I go, I, I have the tools embodied within my system to create peace, to create calm, to create abundance, to create love, to mourn, to express rage without, without um, spiraling, to manifest even when my I don't have a stable home at the moment. Um, because in the past, that wasn't 
that's what I wanted, but I didn't know how to do that. You know, we are always, always, always doing the best that we can with the tools that we have. And in the past, I didn't have any emotional regulation, somatic, energetic, um, therapeutic mindset tools embodied within my body. So whenever I would start to go into overwhelm or an emotional wave or scarcity or fear or sadness or shame or guilt or anger, I would turn to food. I would, I would binge eat, I would make myself sick, or I would restrict myself, or I would overexercise, or I would overwork, or I would sleep all day long. I had all of these patterns and habits that was actually my body's way of serving me and protecting me and, and trying to help me feel safe and regulate my nervous system. Um, but they're not serving me to live as the person I want to be and be the leader and the creator and live a life that I'm absolutely in love with, right? It doesn't serve anyone to have those automatic patterns. And I want you to know if you're in those, you get to break them. When you learn the tools to regulate your nervous system, to know what you actually need in the moment, to express your emotions not by projecting onto other people, but by literally using your breath movement or sound to move the energy through your body, you get to handle anything and you get to be sitting here in a hotel room about to fly down to your dream home in San Diego and share your gifts with others, if that's what you want. So... I think that's good for part one of Flow Diaries. We're going to cap it here. And in the next part or parts, you're going to learn how I went to stay in a hotel at the beach and actually really didn't like it and and manifested an upgrade to a suite for free. You're going to hear how it took me less than five hours to receive an offering in a dream home in San Diego. It literally came to me after I made a little post the moment I decided I wanted to move there. You're going to hear how I handled on my way down moving to San Diego about a three or four hours into my drive, my car started, my brand new car with less than 800 miles on it started having engine troubles. So I had to pull over and I've been in and out of hotels for the past 12 days. And oh my gosh, I've learned so much in this. And you're also going to hear how I'm ending up leaving my car here and flying down to San Diego tomorrow. (laughs) So we've got some juicy diaries coming up for you. I love saying the word diaries. I literally get this image of like me laying on my bed, writing in my little diary with the lock that doesn't actually lock, watching Lizzie McGuire and like everything's pink and purple and green. (laughs) Um, So that's coming up. And before I leave, I want to share with you that if you feel like you want to embody these tools that I'm talking about, emotional regulating tools, breath work, somatic energy healing, the self-development mindset, deep mindset tools to be able to be your own coach, be your own best friend, 
create a sense of home in your body so that you can heal and handle anything that comes your way in life so that you can really, really follow your intuitive desires and not live holding back out of fear of what might happen or out of fear of not having enough money or resources or support or out of fear of whatever, then I have a couple options for you right now at at the time of posting this recording. You can join Breathe and Receive, which is a six-week manifestation and breathwork course where we dive deep into all of these tools. It is so profound It is so fun. We have such a fun and solid group of humans and souls in in the container right now. But you'll want to direct message me on Instagram at Alicia McNeil ASAP so that you can get on in um, because we we just started. And I also have some openings in my one-on-one coaching and in my one-on-one breathwork session. So again, message me on Instagram if you're interested in that. I'll send you the application and we can go from there to see if we're a good fit to work together. Besides that, if you enjoyed this podcast or if you think it will be helpful to someone, please send it their way and please leave me a rate and a review and what you'd like to hear more about. If you liked this episode, please let me know so that I will definitely continue making them. That's a a big reason why I'm back is I had some people reach out and say they wanted to hear from me. So leave me a rate, leave me a review, and I will be sure to continue these more regularly. Okay. I love you so much and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.